Welcome to the 21st Century K Podcast. I'm Hannah. I teach elementary school and I help other teachers bridge the gap between traditional elementary and 21st century expectations. In this series of episodes about starting off the school year, we're going to talk about things you can do now that will make the end of the year so much easier. Thanks for joining. In our last episode, we talked about what I believe is the number one way to start your school year off right and to plan for a successful school year, and that is making connections with students and families. It is so important to get to know them personally, to take a minute to make them feel like their child is your number one priority, and to know about them because we know that Once we get to know children and we get to know students, teaching them becomes a whole lot easier. So this tip or episode kind of builds on that. It builds on that family relationship and it's also a tip for making the end of the year so much easier. In kindergarten especially, student keepsakes are a big deal. When I think about my kindergarten plans, I know that there are certain times in the year when we're going to be creating and making and saving things to send home to families. And that's a big deal for me as a teacher and also as a mom to have something to save and look back on. But as a teacher and a mom, that can also be very overwhelming. Some families will keep every single piece of paper that we send home, and some families won't keep any, and they'll rely on us to do the saving of the special things to send to them. So I came up with a system my last couple of years in kindergarten that really helped with all of that and also had purpose in my classroom. I started coming up with weekly writing and art activities, and I use them in a multitude of ways, but as far as the keepsake portion goes, I would save these weekly activities for the whole entire year and then put them together in order and bind them and give them to families as their big book of kindergarten keepsakes. And it's something that as a mom, I totally would have appreciated because It's done, it's put together, and I didn't have to try to keep up with things over the course of the year. So my goal was to help families to be able to save something from their kindergarten year, but also help myself as a teacher and make sure that we are continuing to meet our standards and grow our students while also creating some quality work and some things worth saving. Because let's face it, every single math worksheet isn't necessarily worth saving. So this is how I complete this. And my husband still does this today in his kindergarten classroom. And his families really enjoy getting this at the end of the year. Every week, my students complete some sort of writing task. I use this as a handwriting practice for the first part of the year where students might trace a poem or a sentence, or they might copy it if they're developmentally ready for that. 
They might also have some open-ended writing prompts or some fill-in-the-blank type writing prompts as the year goes on. And I pull these prompts from our thematic units of study. So inevitably, they go with the seasons and they go with the special days and holidays. And so it gives a very easy glance at the course of the year when you put them all together. In addition to those writing activities, we do an accompanying art activity. And this may be as simple as following the directions and coloring and cutting. It may be using different types of art media like paint or collage with glue. And it also goes with the theme and goes with the handwriting. So I automatically have built in for myself every week of the year a multitude of things. I've built in a writing activity slash handwriting activity, however I so choose to use it, that I can differentiate. I have built in an arts and crafts activity that's all thematic based. I have built in these projects that I can do with my students in different ways. So some years I do some more broad learning centers where students work on different things, different days of the week. So one center would automatically be handwriting and one would automatically be art. And so we'd have these things completed by the end of the week. There have been other years, especially during the COVID days when we couldn't work in small groups, that the entire class would work on handwriting one afternoon a week and the entire class would complete art projects. Or maybe a few students at a time would pull to the table and work with my assistant if it was a more complicated art project. But they're very versatile, very easy activities that I can work into my week. I can know that I am able to differentiate. I can know that I am able to do activities that go with my theme thundering here right now. I don't know if you can hear that. And I know that I have something already planned and prepped for the week. I mean, how great is that? And then comes the magic. I take a 12 or 18 by 24 piece of construction paper. I invest in a lot of that before the school year starts. And I glue the handwriting at the bottom with the page vertical and the handwriting activity is usually landscape. And then at the top, I attach the art project. These work displays then can hang in the hall under each student's name and picture for the duration of the week. So now I have differentiated activities. I've included handwriting and art. I have optional centers and whole group activities. And I have hallway work displays that go with the theme and I know are going to constantly be changed out when I complete them every week. That's huge. I mean, there's nothing more embarrassing than glancing at your art displays in the hall and realizing that you still have fall leaves and it's snowing outside. So this way I have a schedule and rotation for what I'm displaying in the hall so that my displays are current and that kids are seeing that what they do matters and it's going to be shown. And when parents visit, there's something fresh for them to see. Administrators love it too. And so I have that already built in to my weekly plan. I don't even have to think about it or do anything extra special unless I just so choose to. 
The last part of the magic is when I save them. I did these types of art and handwriting displays for years and would send them home every week. And then one year I thought, wait a minute, I am missing an opportunity here. When I send these home every single week, parents are probably fumbling with a place to save them or to be honest, throwing them out. What if I saved them, I kept them in order, I bound them and then presented the families with them by the end of the school year. So that's exactly what I started to do. I saved the displays for the whole entire year and they make a big 18 by 24 book. I punch holes in the sides and use jump rings to attach them. You could get really fancy with ribbons and you could do a cute cover where kids uh, color in the words kindergarten keepsake or you add some photos however you so choose to do it is up to you. But the thing is, when you get to the end of the school year, you don't have to make anything except the cover. You just keep them stored in a cabinet and keep them in order and bind them and boom, you have an awesome kindergarten keepsake for the end of the year. I've been brainstorming ways that this same type of thing could be done in other grades and I would for sure do this if I taught first or second or even third grade. I would just change out what I was doing so that it was age appropriate. But you know, every week I'm probably going to have a writing assignment and every week I would love to have an art activity. So this would be a way to incorporate those things into my plan and plan for the end of the year while also having some displays and some key keepsakes too, and meeting my standards. As a fourth grade teacher, I've really thought about this because I would totally love to make something like this for my students. Last year, it just really didn't fit on my teacher plate. You know what I mean? But this year, I'm brainstorming ways to create something like this. I would love to take time out of my reading class to add art. I just think anytime you can involve the arts in your learning, it helps all students deepen their understanding, have a creative outlet, and make connections with what they're learning. And so my goal for this year is to come up with those activities as I go through the school year. And maybe instead of weekly, I'll have something for each unit of study so that at the end of the year, we can put them together in a binder or folder or some other easy publishing uh, way to send home with family so that they have something to save for their fourth grade year. Because as my principal tells me and reminds me, the fourth grade at my school is the kindergarten of the elementary school. That's why I feel like it's kind of been a great transition for me and kind of been a perfect fit. Maybe you teach fourth or fifth grade and you're in an, a K-5 elementary school. You could definitely think of ways to include what you hang in the hall in a keepsake folder that you give to families at the end of the school year. It has tons of benefits and will be something that your families will always treasure. And as we've been talking about, making positive connections with students and families is really what it's all about and really what makes for a successful year. Thanks for listening.
Do you teach kindergarten or maybe first grade and you're interested in the handwriting and art activities that I do? I would love to share them. If you'll check in the show notes, I'll link to my TPT store where I have four art activities and four writing activities for every month of the school year, August through May. You can grab those, start printing, and start creating your end of the year keepsakes this week.